like last week, I would wake up every morning hoping I had just had a nightmare. What do you want the first words of our podcast to be? The kids are in bed. But that's not the name of the podcast. I know, but they are. Give me the name of the episode. This is Date Night in Episode 1. I'm Darren Persinger, and I'm joined by my co-host, my wife, and my business partner, Catherine. This is our Date Night in. This is a podcast about real estate, money, marriage, family, and just making time for each other. In this first episode, we discuss the stay-at-home and shelter-in-place announcements, which is a perfect excuse for a date night in and to finally start the podcast that we've been talking about doing for two years. We also talk about how we're doing through this whole weird situation that's going on, what we're doing with it, and we share our concerns with each other. We talk about lessons that we learned on a date night out that was actually on our anniversary. We talk a little bit about the little amount of time that married couples actually spend talking to each other each week and Catherine's favorite places to go on date nights. So grab a drink and join us on our date night in. Okay. But that, I mean, basically every episode is going to only take place when the kids are in bed. <laughs> Every episode can start with those words. All right, the kids are in bed. The kids are in bed. That's not a bad intro then, even though it's not the name. Why did you choose Date Night In over? What was that? Just time for me to journal. I do some journaling. I don't know if you know that about me. (laughs) At this time? (laughs) At nine? Um, It's a reminder at 8.45 Um. to start to journal. So we did date night in because that's what this is because we're quarantined right now. Mm-hmm. We're stuck at home yeah. for at least two weeks. And so we were due for a date night. And so that's what we're kind of doing right now. Mm-hmm. We don't get a lot of time, just the two of us. So we decided when the kids go to bed, let's sit down. And... Mm-hmm. So it's called date night in because this is a date night. And we were going to do the kids are in bed, but that one's kind of taken. Pretty common term. Yeah. A bunch of people jumped on that name. So I thought it was clever. I have two things I thought we could discuss during this. One is just how are you doing with this right now with the quarantine? Why don't we name the podcast the quarantine? Someone should be coming out with that. Well, how often are we going to do this? Once a week for the next... 24 hours a day until the quarantine is over. Nah. That's a good point. Backtracking on that for a second, we've been talking about doing a podcast for years. And we were going to name it The Kids Are In Bed, but Date Night In felt appropriate just as of today. It popped into our heads because we don't have an option to do Date Night Out. Don't get to do it. Can't do it. We'd get arrested. We get arrested. We get a. F- There'd be no place to go. One. It's a misdemeanor. And it's a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're having drinks, like we do on date night. Mm-hmm. You didn't really answer my question, though. Well, how am I doing? How are you doing? 
I would say, okay, I'm just comfortable with the unknown at this point. I'm like at the acceptance phase, I guess. I would say I've yeah, five accepted levels of grief. It. Like, whatever. It is what it is. That's kind of my so it's, attitude. That's past bargaining. Like you're almost at the end then. Like last week, I would wake up every morning hoping I had just had a nightmare. That we weren't quarantined. I mean, we just got the quarantined. Quarantine is not the bad part. What's today? Third? It's like day two of the Thursday? quarantine. Today's Friday. Friday. But last week, so like Monday through, probably Monday through Monday, I felt like I was in a nightmare. I felt like I was living a nightmare, not knowing how much money are we going to lose? What is that going to mean lot. for us? It's going to be And bad. our kids. And like, what is worst case scenario and how likely is that? I don't know. No one knows. No one knows. And then I think it was really Monday when Jay Inslee said, all right, you all have to stay home for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So the shelter in place. Yeah. Started Wednesday. It's, it's stay at home. Not, stay at home. Not shelter in that place. That was a little bit of a relief for me, I think. Okay. It was like, all right, we're going to knock this yeah. out. Whether we do or we don't. Yeah. Probably be two fault. more weeks. Morgan's with us for six weeks. No school for six weeks. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, all right, hopefully they enforce this. Hopefully people take it seriously. How could it not at least help? It won't hurt. It won't hurt. And so I just, I don't at know. At least I, it will I, hurt uh, the economy. I was texting with Holly tonight, and she's right now where I was mentally last week. She's like, feels like not this good. is a nightmare. Like not doing great. Really uncomfortable with the unknown. And I could relate to her and I told her maybe I'm too optimistic but I'm like I just feel like this will blow over soon good for you not today not tomorrow maybe not even a month from now but I can deal with so you're doing better I'm doing better you're doing better day two into our stay at home you're doing better Morgan's been home for two weeks mm -hmm. from school so she'll be here for another month Here's a question I have for you. What if everyone, what if this is the new normal? Everyone, the house that you're in, the home that you're in right now, you have to stay in for the rest of your life. I don't, why would that ever happen? Just go with me on this. If we're non-essential and we have to stay home Real forever? estate? No, no, no. Everyone. So everyone has to stay in their home that they're at. So like we're not, we can't help anyone buy or sell. Because no one can buy or sell. You're just stuck. So money isn't a thing anymore? Like no. Like communism? No. The government's just going to keep giving us money. Oh. They're going to take care of us. You'd be okay. You'd be fine here? I mean, it wouldn't be great. <laughs> I like this house. Yeah, yeah. And if we don't have to stress about how do we pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't have to commute anywhere. That's true. Then it doesn't really matter where it is. Okay. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone episode. Mm -hmm. I called my brother Todd tonight to ask him about an episode. Like I wrote about this on Facebook. The first thing that popped into my head was an episode of, it's called The, the Button or The Box. Cameron Diaz was in this movie like 10 years ago. In the, the co-star was the guy in... That movie that your dad likes, Morgan watches it with him. What's that? He's the prince in that one. 
Enchanted. Enchanted. That guy, mm-hmm. he's in, in it with Cameron Diaz. And the plot of the show, I didn't see the movie, but the plot of the show is a random stranger shows up at their house and they're poor. They're like not making ends meet at all. He gives them a box with a button on top. He says, if you push that button, you're going to make $200,000. But someone that you don't know will die. I'll be back tomorrow to see, to pick up the box. So the, so they look at the box and they can't see any like transmission. Like how would they know if we push the button or not? And they end up pushing the button. Who does what character? The wife. So I I didn't see the movie. Maybe we could watch the movie. But I just, I didn't feel like the movie would be ever as good as the episode, the TV show that I saw. So I was like, I don't want to ruin it. But I assume that they're operating off the same plot. So the stranger, the random guy shows up the next day with a briefcase of $200,000 cash and he hands it to them. He goes, okay, I'll take the box back. And she goes, what are you going to do with the box now? He's like, we're going to go rewire it and give it to someone else now. And let them know, same, give them the same, same, deal. same deal. And as he's walking out the door, he turns back and he goes, rest assured, we'll be giving it to someone that you do not know. Oh, meaning you might die. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and that probably means that she will die. Right. Um, so it's kind of the first thing that popped into my head is that all this was going on with some Twilight Zone episodes. Mm-hmm. And there was another one. I couldn't remember what it was. And this is what I called Todd about. It's like in the future, everyone is locked in their homes. And there's some reason why they have to escape their condo building. And none of the neighbors know each other. So they don't trust each other, even though they're supposed to be working together to save themselves to get out of this building for some reason. But it's really hard to work together because they don't know each other at all. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, like, what if we all just end up locked up like this and we don't know each other ever again? We don't know each other. Like, we don't know our neighbors. Our yeah. Our next door neighbors. So yeah. We can't even go out for walks. I don't know. Maybe, I we guess. We can at least do that. No. Yeah, we can do that. So that's mm-hmm. good. So I've just been playing Twilight Zone episodes over and over and over in my head. Yeah, this does feel like a sci-fi movie, yeah. movie or show. And I don't watch those, but it's like feels like a worldwide pandemic. Like that's you don't. You couldn't write the script if someone turned this in as a script. Okay, the whole world shuts down. No, it no, it, no. You can't. What do movie that. are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so how am I doing? I started in denial. I kind of went through. Is that the first stage of mm-hmm. grief? Yep. Denial, then yep. what? Anger? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've really felt anger. And then it's. I think it's bargaining. Which is what? Denial? No, no, no. then it's bargaining. It's denial. Oh, okay. Yeah, denial. denial, anger, bargaining. It is interesting for me to be talking to friends and family in the Midwest and in other parts of the country that it didn't hit as hard as fast. Mm -hmm. And to see them, 
I don't want to use the word denial because it's almost like it's not there. It was unawareness. Uh-huh. I would just use unawareness. It's like they're hearing about it, but they're going, "No, not in my town." Right. Because maybe it wasn't yet. And so it's just interesting to see like this wave of awareness sweep over the country. Like we can relate to them because that was us in, for sure. What a month ago? Yeah. It was a joke. I told you, Michelle texted me and she said she was feeling anxiety about the coronavirus before it was a big deal at all here. And I responded, ha, 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 ha. Mm -hmm. Like I was making fun of her, like you're being dramatic. And then like later that week, Morgan's school was shut down. It was very fast. Fast. And and that's what I think I see my friends and family happening in other parts of the country. They're like, whoa, like I talked to him one week. Like, yeah, everything's good. We were like, I was talking to Travis. When I was trying to get a hold of him and like, mm-hmm. get ready, get prepared. When rates were low, I'm like, get ready to refi, pull some cash out, like yeah. stockpile. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to call him. He's like, what are you talking and about? He, well, no, like he texted me back that first night. He's like, we're at some of our neighbor's house having dinner. Is this an emergency? And I was kind of like, should it, should it be? I'm like, no, I just really need to talk to you when you get a chance. And then I had to call him the next day. Mm-hmm. And he finally answered. And I'm like, hey. And he's like, yeah, we've heard about it. And then I talked to him yeah. like a few days later. And he's like, holy crap. It's out of control. Well, have you seen <laughs> any of these blogs that are like a letter to Americans from someone in Italy? Mm. No, I don't want to read those. Yeah. And it's like I'm really fine with- scary because they're like, you're a week or 10 days behind us. Yeah. And I guess I feel a little bit open. Like, part of the reason I feel a little bit optimistic is because I've been reading those for, like, a week or ten days. Like, you're a little bit behind us, and it's about to get really ugly. And so just this pending doom. Oh, we should have named that the podcast. Yeah. Pending doom. Yeah. Fear cells. People have tuned in for that. Every night lately, before bed, I tell Morgan... We quiz around like two or three letters. Mm-hmm. And today I said, find the V for yeah. me. And we have the yeah. alphabet on the wall upstairs. So she took her minutes. We don't talk about V very often, but she eventually found the V. Yeah. She had to sing the alphabet. She found it. And I said, all right, give me two words to start with V. And um, it took her a minute, but she said, virus. <laughs> <laughs> well. There you go. See, there's. That was very unexpected. I was like, they, I was like, what? What's like a car, but a little bit bigger, and it rhymes with man. Yeah. She well, got van, and then she said virus. This is her reality right now. Yeah. That's why I really want her to keep a journal. Yeah. But yeah, let's do better at that. She's got at least two or three journal entries. Mm-hmm. I brought one into her room tonight, but I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, that's what you threw on the ground? Okay. I was wondering I, what that I was. I kind of wanted her to do it today because I feel like her day wasn't that boring today. Because mm. I built the obstacle course for her. Mm-hmm. She... And she talked to Maya on the phone. Mm-hmm. So this isn't what our typical dates are like. We don't just sit there and talk about the pending doom. No, usually we do. We do? This is normal? Yeah. <laughs> Even if there isn't a pending doom, we manufacture one in our head. <laughs> you know, one of 
the most, I don't know the correct term for it, eye-opening or embarrassing or not feeling, um, I guess, exposed date nights that we had was we were downtown Edmonds, like most of our date nights, and we were we were sitting outside that little tiny bar. Daphne's. Daphne's. We were sitting outside Daphne's little bar sits like 12 in downtown Edmonds. And there was a couple sitting next to us. And I don't want to compare our date nights to other people dates nights. This isn't a contest. But it really felt like they were having a much better date night than us. Like they were asking really good questions to each other and super engaged and having, I mean, obviously our conversation must not have been that great that I remember there so well because I was more listening to their conversation than our own. By the way, I think this was our anniversary. Oh, that's even worse. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But I just remember we ended up talking to them. A little bit. A little bit because they were just, they seemed like they were having such an enjoyable date night. And we were trying to guess like how long have they been dating? Like, oh, it's like their first, first date. Because they were asking cute. like really first datey type questions. And so we started a conversation with them and we're like, how, how, how long have you been <laughs> together? Yeah. And they're like, we've been married for like 11 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this was a few years ago. Yeah. That was marriage goals. Yeah. So they're like probably like their fourth anniversary. Yeah. They were way ahead of us on years married. And I was like, oh, you're better at conversation than me. <laughs> yeah, they were. So I keep thinking about that whenever we go on date nights now of how do we have you know conversations are just questions so how do we have better questions so that's just a memorable date night for me like kind of in a bad way in a bad way but, but like, like a constructive way yeah like a moment a learning lesson inspiring mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what what are some memorable date nights for you well like recent, I don't know. I'm not thinking of anything, any any one specific date. I guess right now I'm just missing our kind of our routine where we go to Edmonds. We do have a routine for a date night, don't we? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's good or bad that we're so routine? I feel good. With about our it. Date I feel night. positive about it. That I mean, it's nice. We do go to new places once in a while. But it's always kind of the same framework. Mm-hmm. It's like happy uh, hour cocktails. Or apps, and then dinner, and then dessert and coffee at someplace else. Yeah. It's like a three-stage process. Yeah. And you're cool with that? Right now, I'm missing it like crazy. Yeah. I mean, we can, t- we can do that here. Like I Not said. exactly. We're trying our best, but it's nice to just walk around in a city. That's true. Not like a downtown metropolis, but... Where there's going to be occasionally other people. And yeah, other we people. don't have to wait till our kids are in bed. Other people. Remember other people? Vaguely. <laughs> so weird right now. I guess another thing that makes me feel a little positive right now, a little optimistic, is just I look forward to the future and we can look back on this. 
I could have said that a week ago, but I, I don't know. I wasn't quite there yet. Now I'm just like, I, I think this will blow over, even if it's not exactly the same as it used to be, which it probably won't be for quite a while, if ever. Like this might change us, like it, like 9-11 changed us. Might change just some normal things that we do, like travel and I don't know how like sporting events are going to go. So like shoes was the biggest thing that I think from travel. Like when you talk about 9-11 and travel, mm -hmm. like you got to take your shoes off. When you couldn't have... Liquid. Liquids. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so that whole thing. Size. So what do you think will be the biggest change? I've, I've told you, I think handshakes are done. Uh, Donald Trump said they may be. Really? He no. said it like yesterday at a press conference. And he's such an old school, like salesy handshaker. Yeah, he's he's always trying to get the grip. You know, I picture him trying to squeeze your hand. He said something like, we may not do that anymore. So, and he was he was kind of talking about what we are right now, that things are going to be a little different in the future. We may not do that anymore. Do you know where the handshake came from? No. I think it was from the medieval times. Knights would approach each other and they would open their hand. Open your hand to me. They'd open their hands to each other to show that there's no weapon, no hidden weapon mm. that they were hiding. Yeah. So, like, you can trust me. I'm not going to stab you to death by surprise. So it was a way to show openness. Yeah, I guess that's not really as needed anymore. Well, I don't and, really worry. And they weren't, even if there was the plague going on, they still had armor on. Like, they weren't shaking hand to hand. They were shaking glove or armor to armor. <laughs> We should have never done that kind of contacting right. skin to skin. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if this coronavirus is like a new added thing that we have to worry about from here on out, like, do you get it and then you never have, never get it again? Like, is it like chicken pox? Or could you get it potentially every year? Well, I think now that it's here... Well, the, the thing that's the scariest thing about it, and I, I don't want, I have no idea about the science of it, but I think the thing that's scaring them is that it mutates. But I've also heard it could mutate in a good way, like mutate oh, and really? die off. You can mutate in good ways? I mean, I don't, I'm not a scientist either. I mean, this reminds me a lot of the X-Men and the mutants and the non-mutants normal humans did not like the mutants but that's more about this. you asked me Sci yeah I know. So Sorry. Boring to me i know it's hard i know it's hard for me to keep paying attention. i know i wish you would watch something with me did you say werewolves just now no <laughs> i said mutants <laughs> How much you had to drink? There is a Wolverine. You're probably thinking, because you know I like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm you, you know I like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, <laughs> and you probably thought werewolf, Wolverine. Am I trying to connect the dots for you, and you're not even there? 
Yeah. You know what would be nice about recording these conversations is maybe I did say it. <laughs> I don't think you did. <laughs> maybe I did. Now you'll, wasn't that? It's just like the second you say that, something like that, like mutants. I'm like. All right. So I have one last thing that I want to ask you, unless you want to, so you can ask me anything that you want to right now before we get into the last thing I want to ask you about. Okay, well. Actually, maybe I have two, I have a couple, two more topics to discuss with you. Okay. I guess I, I was going to ask you just how are you doing? And oh. your answer will probably be shorter than mine. How am I doing? You'll probably be like, good. I, I, I seesaw. I go back and forth, but it's very fast. So I'm not holding on to like one position. It, it's definitely like a teeter-totter. It's like bounce, bounce, bounce. I'm not hanging out. So like you and I talked about being, when this first happened, like shifting into neutral, mm -hmm. getting into a neutral mindset, getting into neutral productivity. We're not trying to accomplish anything, but we're not trying to just put on pajamas and binge watch and add 30 pounds. Like we're just trying to maintain yeah, like I'm trying to put on 15 pounds and yeah, um, yeah, not not 30. Watch some stuff at night when I can. Yeah, so I I think I'm kind of like a hummingbird. I'm going back and forth between emotions. It's mm -hmm. moving so fast, you probably don't realize what I'm going back and forth between. I mean, I'm excited about the lives that I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And that software and system they have set up that can change angles because I don't know if I've ever seen anyone do that. As much as I like editing videos and I like because the story is in the edit mm -hmm. and I love editing, it is really nice to be able to just go live, switch, do three different camera angles, push, publish, and be done with it and move on with my day. So I'm excited that I have discovered that and I've worked on that and I'm publishing those yeah i'm glad you're doing that too have you ever seen someone do lives like that lives well i mean it's a software that's out there so so yeah someone's doing it someone has to be doing it, it has i don't kind of new though i don't i mean well no think about this i think it's called a tricaster and that's not the software i'm using but if you ever watch the Joe Rogan podcast live, nope. so they go live streaming on YouTube, mm -hmm. the podcast itself, when it comes out, that's recorded. That's why you have all the ads on the front end, but the podcast, Joe just goes three, two, one, and then they go live and usually they live stream it. And so what you see is what Jamie So it's not even edited. No. He, so he's switching cameras in real time. Okay. And so there's probably tons of software that do that. So, but I'm doing Facebook lives, not YouTube lives. So maybe that's why you're, it looks different to you because you haven't seen anyone do that on Facebook. Right. So that's unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like you should probably stick with that and don't like get bored with it because what usually happens is you kind of are the first to do something and then you kind of stop. Yeah. yeah, get, yeah. You're not excited about it anymore and then everyone's doing it. Yeah. And then you and me are like, what? We, we used to do that and then yeah. we stopped. Yeah. I'll keep doing it. 
but I want to keep editing too because I like editing. But I need to figure out what my new. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll always edit the listing videos. Like those mm -hmm. need to be edited. So I'll find my ways to like tell the stories I want to tell because when I'm switching those camera angles back and forth, there's no story to be told. I'm not getting to like when I was vlogging every day. Mm -hmm. To me, that was like a big block of granite that I'm just getting to chip away at. And here's the story that's hidden inside of hours of filming. Yeah. I don't get, so when I go live, I don't get to really carve out that story, but it's nice for business and nice to get our message out that way. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just teetering back and forth. I'm going to go, I'm going to do a live with Jonathan tomorrow for his daily bread mm -hmm. podcast. Do you know what you're going to talk about? No idea. I'll let, he's great at leading conversations, and I've been watching and listening to a few of his shows, so I know that he's leading those, so I, don't, I just have to show up. I I know there's a direction I want to take it. It's like more like what what's actionable, what's tactical, what's something that you can do right now. Like Because he's been doing that, I think, for two weeks now or something. Since the beginning of this. Pretty much, yeah. Chaos. Mm -hmm. Well, he he was one of those people that was behind. Because right. he was planning on coming out to Park City. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you might not want to do that. And then it closed. Like closed. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, he goes, the day I was on the phone with him on one of my walks, he goes, I'm not worried about it until Disney World shuts down, man. Then I'll know it's serious. And like the very next day I texted him like, hey, uh, Disney World shut down. Yeah, that and like the NBA season. That's when it got real. Time. Yeah, the yeah. NCAA tournament. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird because it was like, that's never happened never, before. Never. And I didn't realize it, but Disneyland had never shut down before. It's like uh, that Aladdin song. It's a whole new world. But not in a shiny, shimmery kind of way. Kind of in a opposite of that so i'm i'm just bouncing back and forth and i don't need you or morgan to see me with not feeling great not feeling excited so yeah that's the hard part if we didn't have her i would probably just i would just be <laughs> binging tv shows a lot i think I, I would probably have some desire to like well, in case the world doesn't end, I'll do some work. I'll do something productive, but I would be way lazier and, and more negative if we didn't have her. Which is my next topic for date night in. Okay. We could save this for a, another day, but I think we have some time on this. Unless there's something else that you want to add into it. The thing is that I'm thinking about is... How did you feel about Love is Blind? Like we could maybe do a whole date night in on just that. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to ask you, when do you want to start Tiger King? Is that oh, what it's called? I didn't know we were going to watch that. Are we going to? I assumed you'd want to. But let's let's back up and just talk about Love is Blind. Um, that was like the... First thing that yeah. we have watched together in throw out 
Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers is a constant, but it's not like a... We're going to binge it together. Yeah. So when was the last time we watched something together all the way through? Because sometimes I'll start something with you and I'll be like, and you go ahead and you finish it or vice versa. That was like Scandal. And that was literally seven and a half years ago when we got married. That was the last time we watched something we together? watching maybe. I don't remember anything. Else. I think like season two or season three, I was like, I'm over them. There must have been something else in between then and when we had Morgan. Because after that, like when she was a newborn, I watched TV, but it was mostly just reality. I mean, we were on different schedules. Yeah, so we didn't watch anything together. And TV has just gotten really hard to keep up on since then, since five years ago. Interesting fact that's popping around in my head just for you. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Take a guess. Uh, it's a multiple choice question. Okay. Because I don't want it to be too hard. So what is the average amount of time that a married couple spends talking each week? 20, wait. Do you know oh. the answer? I th did I tell you this already? Well, I watched the thing with you. Well, we just talked about how we don't watch anything. What did oh, we watch yeah. together? This is just like a What did we watch? What was it? Um, Trevor Moed. Was it Trevor Moed? On Billy Lou, whatever his name is. Tim, Tom. Tim, what? What are you saying over there? Billy New, Tim, Tom? <laughs> what? Tom Billy Tom Billy are you asking me? <laughs> okay, what was the number then? So you know. It's like 27 minutes. 20. Okay, so you know the answer. All right, 27 minutes. Uh -huh. So I don't, know, I don't know how long we are into this conversation, but we At are, least 27 we are probably close to, if not over that. So good for us. You probably look at something, right? I don't have anything that tells me that yet. When I'm oh, sitting okay. down to edit, I'll know. I think we're probably past. Um, so, can you believe that? I mean, I wonder how they find that out, though. Like, yeah, yeah. The average couple probably spends, you know, a minute talking in the morning, and yeah. then at least a minute at night. And how do you define conversation? Like, and how do they uninterrupted? Maybe. But yeah, I, I think it is hard to connect with people nowadays. People aren't even talking to their significant others. You've got to make time for relationships. You know how many people, like, how many people I've talked to on my walks? Like, I called uh, Justin. You could? Mm hmm. How's he? Good. Well, not, I mean, I don't want to get into it on this. I'll tell you after this. He's, he's got a, he's got a business that he needs to worry about right now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like people like that. People I haven't talked to in three years and just like going through who's next, who's mm -hmm. next, who's next. It's, I... Walks are good for that because I notice I get a little bit more social once the kids are in bed. And then I'm like, oh, that would be weird of me. Not weird, but this person's probably sleeping, especially if they're in a different time zone. I'm like, I can't call them or text them right now. Like Kate? Yeah. Yeah. Or even like Madeline. There's an opportunity to just connect with people more, especially after this, and not be ashamed of that. Of like, while I'm sitting there talking to someone, like, hey, let's let's 
talk more. Let's talk again. Because yeah. I, I almost feel like because of technology and the way we can connect digitally, we leave almost too much up to chance. Mm-hmm. Where 15 years ago, before social media was so impactful in the way we communicated, we would be more purposeful about how we ended a conversation with someone on how we would connect next. Yeah. Like, hey, can I get your fax number? <sighs> fax? 15 years ago, 2005. Yeah, that's not that long ago. School. So you had to get someone's phone number. You text them. Through the cell phone, yeah. You text uh, them. Facebook? No. I don't think it existed. No. At least not for... MySpace um, mm-hmm. maybe did. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you just had to be way more purposeful about, hey, how, how can I stay in touch with you? Yeah, which I was probably a little bit too young. It was like anyone I ever met went to my school, so it was like, I'll see you around. That's how I ended conversations. See you around. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying I remember a time when I would meet someone and if I wanted to talk to him again, I needed to make sure that I would have a way to talk to them again. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't go look them up on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Right. And now you can do that a lot more easily, but... That's probably creepy, right? You still right? have to run it through that filter. Like, yeah. oh, is this weird? That it might be weird. They didn't give me what their was, last name, but what, I figured it out like a... When was the last time you friend requested somebody on Facebook? You friend requested? Um, probably. Um, this is probably not the answer, but it's probably really close. After I went to a, well, I mean, I haven't met anyone new in two, at least two weeks. <laughs> That's true. Sure. Um, but I went to a, like back in the good old days when you could go to someone's house and meet other people. What? Like, so I went to Casey, Casey Atfield's house. She's having a party. You just went over to her house? Yeah. There were other people there. It was great. The cops and? No. The cops did not bust us. Jay Inslee didn't show up and tell you to go home? Uh Uh-uh. Weird. It was great. Um... When was that? It may have been February. Yeah, it was February, at the end of February. <laughs> of of so it was like twenty one month ago. Twenty what? What twenty? Twenty twenty. Mhm. One month ago, it was like there were like probably twenty ladies there. What? Uh huh. Yeah. How far away? Well, from- we were hugging. What? Yeah. So you guys were just Anyways, spreading not, that coronavirus all around. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have it. <laughs> I haven't had it. That was a month ago, so I'm past the inc- the 14-day incubation. That you know of. So I don't think, probably no one there had it. But anyway, I met one girl there. Right. Okay. And so when I went to Casey's house, yeah, there was yeah. at least one girl who yeah. I'd never met before, never even seen her. And then I, I'm like... So we're Facebook friends now. Yeah. I'm like 80% sure I friend you requested did that. her. There's a small chance she friend requested me. I don't remember. But either way, we're friends now. And Okay. I mean, I that's think... good for you if you did that, if you sent it out. I. Is there a way to find out? Can I go on Facebook no. and find out who friend requested who? No. no. 
I don't think they. It'd be interesting to know. I don't think I have friend requested someone in. How long have we been married? Seven years. Eight years. You should friend request with someone. I know. I'm going to start. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to be like, people are going to think I'm weird about it now. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to connect with you. Because I can't connect with you probably physically. You should do it. So I'm going to connect digitally. Mm-hmm. I'm going to con- I'm going to connect with you. We're going to connect. That's just how it's going to go down now. Oops. Well, you're just going to be kind of a normal person now who's kind of nice and friendly. Yes. Okay. A new you. An old me. Mm. Really is what it is. You're back. I'm back. We didn't get to talk about Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. The last thing I'll say when we talk about an old me, the the last thing I want to just touch on is our last real social event was the Lake Stevens Chamber of Commerce dinner. Mm-hmm. When I was, uh, what did you call it? Shimmying. No. No. Prancing. Prancing. What did you think about me that night? You're fun. I was fun. I'm a fun guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think people realize how fun I am. Do you think I'm fun? Sometimes. When am I not? You can be. When you want to be, you are. I am fun. I think I am fun. When I'm not fun, it's because I don't deem it an appropriate time to be fun. So if we were normally wrapping up a date night, we would go back, pick up the kids, head home. Wrapping up date night in, here's a question I have for you. Okay. What is your, what's your favorite place that we go for date nights and out? Date night out. Yeah. And that's assumed. I got, I got, I got two. I got two parts to that question. Okay. Favorite place that we go out. Okay. Second part is: Are you upset that I don't know that? Should like, should I know that? That's part A. Part B, do you think that place will still be open? Oh, I've thought about this. My favorite place is probably the loft. No, I'm not really upset because it's all usually like a hard decision and we end up there. Anyway, it's like a pretty close tie, the loft. Um, five and 190 Sunset. Like all three of those are a tie for Three-way you? Three-way tie, but we'll, I would say we probably... Go to the loft most often because okay. lo- location. Let's break it down. This who has the better apps? Mm, five. Better cocktails. One ninety. Yeah, yeah. Better entrees. Um, these aren't really our entree restaurants. These are kind of where we start. Yeah, yeah. Like at Loft, we'll just fill up on apps. Apps and cocktails. 190, I'm not usually really like not, thrilled with not, the entrees. No, no, no. But cocktails, definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Five, we almost never get entrees there. Mm-mm. Entrees but will go to really the, good bruschetta. Yep. Entrees will go to the Mexican place, Las Brisas. Yeah. Or where, where else? Scott's. Scott's, yeah. Okay, so should 
I know. Should I have known? No. Okay. We mix it up quite yeah, a bit. We do. We're mm -hmm. And we bounce around a lot. We yeah. never go to like one place. We're so indecisive. And go, Maybe. this is our one date night where we just, we go, we do one thing. If we only went to one place every single time, yeah. then sure, it'd be like, but I we think should know that. Because date night is so random for us. It's we want to get in as many places as possible. Uh-huh. It's not always a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, not, not a problem at all that you don't know that. Okay. And then what was the third part? Will it still be open? Well, so the way I want to end it is, do you think it will still... Your favorite places will still be open after all this. The whole thing with this situation is no one knows anything. I think if truly we get a handle on this and we can go back to normal, even gradually and slowly, starting, let's say, April 8th, I think it is, after this two-week lockdown. Do you really think we're only going to be locked down for two weeks? I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's what I'm getting at. I don't know. But yeah. If it's that fast, even if Jay Inslee says, all right, restaurants, you can open, but take out a third of your tables. Yeah. I guess I, I look forward to some gradual steps towards normal life. So if we can start, let's say by like the 15th, by mm -hmm. like mid-April, I think a lot of places will survive. If we get into May, I think a lot of places will shut down. Hmm. I think it's like that narrow because I realize these businesses have very slim margins. It's low margins when you're a restaurant, even a bar has better margins. If your primary thing is cocktails or alcohol, mm -hmm. but you, who's you, you still can't get mixers and stuff. Right. You're not thriving on takeout right now. Yeah. You're, you're not, not getting real well. takeout cocktails. Yeah. You're just not making any money. I mean, if you could do takeout cocktails, I'd do that. Would you do that? Mm, if blue, not often. If Blue Water or One Ninety Sunset was doing, come get a gallon of cocktails. Blue Water's doing that. Doing no, you have to mix it. your own. Yeah, you okay. have to mix your own. I'm saying it's mixed and it's like a gallon. It's a bucket. Come get your own bucket. Depends on the price. Probably That'd be a, be a lot of money. It'd be like a few hundred dollars, yeah. All right. Okay, will they survive? I don't have any reason to think any of those will over the others. I don't know them well enough. I have a good friend who works at one of them. You know someone who works at 190. You know, we know someone who works at five. Uh -huh. We knew someone that worked at, another person worked at 190. We don't really know loft that well but yeah i guess another big thing would be just what businesses are still open i know it's gonna be weird could be new places no and there, there will be like nature hates a vacuum something else will step in step up so so it won't really affect us that much that certain places it'll be new it would just be like a very small handful that would be a little heartbreaking to me yeah we have to adapt and adjust to that. Well, thanks for having this date night with me. Date night in. Yeah, thanks, sir. I have a, one more question for you. Yeah. Would you like to go on another date night in with me? Sure. Okay. I'll uh, be in touch and we'll do another date night in. Okay.
Hey, thanks for joining us on this episode. You can find us at datenightinshow.com and you can connect with Catherine on Instagram. She's at Catherine Persinger and I'm at Darren Persinger. It'd be cool if you'd screenshot the show, tag us, put it in your story so that we know you're listening and it's kind of like you're on a double date with us in, in a way. And make sure that you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts.